There's a new member and an old member, so we'll go through the round-the-clock business. On the keyboards and vocals, Mr. Chester Thompson. On lead guitar and vocals, Mr. Bruce Conti. On bass, Mr. Frank Prestia. On the drums, Mr. David Garibaldi. On the reed, saxophone and flute and many other things, Mr. Lenny Fleshy Pickett. On sax and vocals, Mr. Emilio Castillo. On baritone sax and vocals, Mr. Steve Kupka. On trumpet and trombone, Mr. Mick Gillette. On trumpet and flugelhorn, Mr. Greg Adams from the East Bay. One of the great ones, power of power. Listening to the radio shoe here on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. I'm just Stella. I'm here every Friday that I can be, 8 to 10 p.m., bringing you a new shoe. Sometimes we have a theme, sometimes we don't. Tonight, we are quite specific with our theme, um, which I'll get into in a little bit, but generally speaking, um, we're looking at the snack performance in San Francisco from 1975. But first, let me introduce my co-DJ this evening, Just Why. Hello. In the house. And um, Just Why and I are planning something big. Right, Why? Yes, stay tuned, but also remember that we're planning something big. We're planning something big. And, and for this something big, we've been thinking a lot about the year 1975. In specifically the Bay Area in 1975, and in some of the research that I was doing around what San Francisco was like at this time, I came across this uh, performance called SNACK, which was a benefit concert, which is important to where we're getting to this Mm -hmm. eventually, Mm -hmm. Um, a benefit concert that took place at Kizar Stadium. And uh, for only $5, you could see the Doobie Brothers, the Grateful Dead, Jefferson Starship, Santana, Tower of Power, which we got a little bit of in the background right now, Eddie Palmieri, Joan Baez, Graham Central Station, Neil Young, and three members of the band. And nearly 60,000 people came. And on top of that, they were treated to surprise appearances by Marlon Brando and Bob Dylan, uh, amongst other star people. And SNAC, which was an acronym for Students Need Athletics, Culture, and Kicks. Mm-hmm. was a Bill Graham pre- Presents concert that ended up trying to... It was trying to fill the gap for a, a nearly $300,000 budget shortfall that the San Francisco City School System was going through um, that basically the, the SFUSD decided that they were going to cut all non-academic non, non activities, including sports and music. And these musicians got together and played this amazing performance at Kizar that as I found out about the performance and then I found on Wolfgang.com which is an amazing resource if you haven't checked it out um, that they actually have the full concert which is five hours long (laughs) on broadcast also like love a fundraiser for the arts yeah love a fundraiser Mm -hmm. for the arts Yamna is very involved with fundraisers at the San Francisco Museum of Modern Art 
very involved. And as the community engagement manager at the museum, I am also very much so interested in how fundraising can bring in more than just rich people. Yeah. Also, San Francisco was very, very cool in the mid-70s. Oh, it was very <laughs> cool. Very cool. So we're going we're gonna to be exploring a little bit of that in our dialogue this evening while we also just listen to this amazing historic performance. So, like, smoke a joint, crack a beer, and imagine it is a foggy March day at or- Kizar Stadium. Or just look out of the window. It's probably... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just look out the window. It's a foggy day in San Francisco. It's 1975 and you're being serenaded. We're going to first listen to the set of Oakland's finest soul funk group, Tower of Power. Yeah. This is uh, the end of What is Hip. And we'll hear a few more tracks from them.
God Almighty, look at these people. We gotta take a second here to tune up. It's so cold up here. Woo. Like to say it's nice to be home, man. It's beautiful. Nothing like home. In a matter of moments, we'll be going just a few seconds down to the nightclub. Where the women be righteously ready and pretty. Better believe it. Oh, I guess, uh, I think Bill Graham forgot to introduce our new lead vocalist, uh, the new vocal finesse of Mr. Hubert Tubbs. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Then we go down to the nightclub where you can get what you want if you know how to find it. Go down to the nightclub where if you got the dough, the liquor will flow. number to Flora. I'd like to dedicate this number, Sparkling in the Sand, to Flora. 
Happy birthday, Flora, wherever you are out there.
You are listening to BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. I'm just Stella and I've got Just Why here in the studio doing just our any old thing. Say hi, Just Why. Hello. (laughs) We are trying to figure this out. Trying to figure this out. We are very much so interested in fundraisers from 1975 for Mm -hmm. reasons that will be revealed later in life. Perhaps (laughs) Perhaps <laughs> not reasons we cannot reveal in public right now, but um, but get in touch with us in private. Yeah, but get in touch with us in private. Hit us up. Hit us up on our Instagrams mm-hmm. and uh, let us know if you're interested in in the secrets that we're holding, and we'll we'll tell you. <laughs> but um, as of right now, we're playing the S N A C K broadcast snack, if you will, was a Bill Graham presents concert. That was uh, an acronym for Students Need Athletics, Culture, and Kicks. Presented at Kezar Stadium in March of 1975. And um, basically people camped out for days to get into the stadium, which doors opened promptly at 6 a.m. And um, tens of thousands of people showed up to the show. The first set began at 9.01 a.m., which was Eddie Palmieri, which we'll hear later in the show. Um and uh, we just heard a whole set from uh, Tower of Power, Oakland's finest funk act. They actually we're, we're playing it a little out of out of order, but um, they followed the Grateful Dead uh, in the whole thing. But they gave their new lead singer at the time, Hewitt Tubbs, a workout and his strutting vigorous delivery drew cheers during down to the nightclub sparkling in the sand. And what is hip, which is what we heard in that last set um after tower of power came santana with carlos santana uh very popular as a hometown boy with the mission city's mission district latinos this is all according to a 1975 article in rolling stone magazine uh carlos showed up wearing a knee-length white sweater trimmed in blue with a photo of guru siri chimnoy pinned at its throat santana created the treated the crowd to a set of new unreleased material and encored with a hit I think we'll all recognize. During the Santana set, the first and most organized attempt to crash the concert happened. Uh, Groups of people attempted to scale the 70-foot east wall of the stadium only to run into the inapplicable resistance of Bill Graham's security. Not to be disheartened, people listened from the streets and from rooftops uh, all around the city, uh, they they think that nearly sixty thousand people showed up to this event. If you could, if you can imagine. So, um, without further ado, here's a little Carlos Santana from the Snack concert. Let's see if I can get it to play. You can, I believe in you. Here it is. On the congas, Armando Peraza. On bass, Mr. David Brown. On keyboard and vocals, Mr. Leon Patillo. On the keyboards, on the far keyboards, Mr. Tom Costa. On guitar and vocals, Mr. Carlos Santana. From San Francisco, let's welcome, please, Santana.
reason we are here today is because of love. It's the kind of love that we all should show when our brothers and sisters are in need. A great prophet once said, you may have faith to move mountains, but without love, it doesn't mean nothing. So we all, I feel we all are showing that kind of love to San Francisco today. Let's give ourselves a round of applause. Get down!
Again, in behalf. Again, in behalf of all the musicians, Bill Graham. We all like to offer you our deepest gratitude because you are very incredible. You are most soulful, and we love you. into the radio shoe here on bff.fm best frequencies forever and we are like just full on live music this evening here uh i got just why in the studio with me hi doing our thing yes and we are looking into s-n-a-c-k um snack snack students need athletic culture and kicks a they do. charity concert organized by Bill Graham in March of 1975, which actually, um, 
at that time was the largest uh, rock concert benefit ever, half again larger than the concert for Bangladesh, according to New York Times or uh, Rolling Stones magazine, which was a really big deal. Uh, we have some Carlos Santana set is what we just listened to. Mission Pride going on there. We heard Tower of Power at the beginning of the show. And uh, there were just plenty of San Francisco Bay Area legends in this radio, in this, um, sorry, in this concert, which concert. is one of the reasons why I really <laughs> appreciate it. You know, San Francisco is a wild place in 1975. Yeah, it was very cool. And this concert, like, I'm really happy that this is archived in the way it is. I know. I love I love an archive. Yes. Um, and in fact, if you're interested in like some 1975 history of San Francisco, I highly recommend Yamna and I both work at the San Francisco Museum of Modern Art. Mm -hmm. and, and I highly recommend you Google Soapbox Derby 1975 SFOMA. Yes. Um, just look into it. There is a lot of archival material and also hot tip. Google that plus Levi's. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just do Hot it. tip. Just Google it. Yeah, just, you know, and, have fun. Uh, you're going to find some amazing things that were happening at the time. If I could go back to one year in San Francisco, that is that is one of the years. I think there's a few years I'd visit, but that's definitely one of them. And I had actually never heard of this concert before. And it really seems to like Rolling Stone even mentions it in this article that I've been using as my <laughs> base source Talking points. As my talking points this evening. But it really does seem to rekindle this 1967 Summer of Love thing that's going on. And uh, I'm surprised it's not more talked about in the history of San Francisco. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask some of my elders if they yeah. were there. Um, the next man we're going to hear from, that we're going to hear the set of Graham Central Station, which uh, was an offshoot of both Sly and the Family Stone, Larry Graham being uh, a former band member of that group, as well as Neil Schoen, who was a, a former band member of Azteca, Hot Tuna, and uh, the Santana Band, which is playing now. And um, also, the invention of the electric slap bass is attributed to many, including Victor Wilson and Bootsy Column, but actually many people attribute it to Graham, uh, who was really the center of this band and uh, they were really at the height of their moment in 1975 with their biggest hit Your Love charting at number 78 and I love that um, unfortunately I don't have the recording of it but there were also many uh, special guest speakers and um, Graham the Graham oops the Cram Central Station <laughs> Band was introduced by uh, Reverend, uh, what's Reverend, the Reverend from, oh man, I'm losing all my notes. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay. I'm sorry. It's been a hard week it's for a, a lot of people, week. for a lot of reasons. Mercury's in like all kinds of retrograde I stuff. fucking believe that right now. But um, they were introduced by the people from, you know, the church that does all the amazing stuff. Grace? No, the ones that I don't know any of them. The problem is that I'm looking up Graham in this article. Oh, and it's looking, it's giving me all the Bill Graham. I'm sorry, I'm being a bad radio host right now. Um, I'm also being a bad San Franciscan right now for not remembering. 
They're like still around today. They're in the tenderloin. Come on, help me out. Wide Memorial I'm, Church. Wide yes. Memorial Church. They were introduced by Cecil Williams, who is still around, who you can still listen to today. Yes, Ugh. yes. I definitely could not help you with that. No churches Sorry. and little San Francisco. Anyway. <sighs> a lot of love. Reverend Cecil Williams is a San Francisco legend, and he sounded a quick note of brotherhood before this set by Graham Central Station, which we're going to hear right now, starting with The Jam. Thanks for bearing with me. Robert Sam, we call him Bush. Oh. 
place that we call Graham Central Station. And all you have to do, if you like to go to Graham Central Station with us, say one thing. Say one thing. Say one thing. To go to Ground Central Station with us, all you have to do is say one thing. Let me hear you say all aboard. 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 Say all aboard, y'all. Say all aboard. All aboard for Graham Central Station.
I have to do this more often this summer. I've been talking to the mayor of San Francisco who says he might let us do it in the park this summer. Or he might not be mayor by this summer.
listening to the radio shoe here on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever, broadcasting live recordings from the SNACK show at Keysar Stadium. Bill Graham presents 1975, SNACK being an acronym for Students Need Athletic Culture and Kicks, which was organized to donate over $300,000 to the San Francisco City School System in order to cover uh, basically anything tight that happens in school, which they were trying to get rid of after a budget shortfall of $3 million. The concert happened uh, basically really quickly. Graham conceived of the idea on February 4th and ran a newspaper on the 19th, ran, ran, a, ran a story in the newspaper on the 19th, including a press conference. And uh, by Martin, the end of March, he had a full-on concert attended by 600,000 people at Kizar Stadium, which is at the very edge of Golden Gate Park, including uh, what we just heard. We heard from Grand Cent- Graham Central Station, which is an offshoot of Sly and the Family Stone, as well as... San Francisco favorite, the Jefferson Airplane. Actually, all the bands so far I think I've played have been San Francisco favorites. I think so. Man. So far. It's so cool. We have we have such a musical history, you guys. <sighs> I just love San Francisco and I love old music. Yes, and models. And, and models of San Francisco. <laughs> and also the year 1975 was a good year. Um, and to be honest, to be completely forthcoming and honest, Yamna and I are thinking about 1975 because we are both charged with thinking about uh, both the fundraising and community aspects of SF Mama's big fundraiser next year. And we are looking to be inspired by the archive. Yes, we are looking to be inspired by the archive. We're looking at rethinking fundraising we're looking at melding community engagement and philanthropical fundraising opportunities for the museum um we're also really inspired by the music that was playing at that time and the um, texture of san francisco as a city and like remaking our texture of san francisco as a city we were we were at lost resort earlier drinking some cocktails lots of Lots of cocktails. (laughs) And, uh, you know, we were brainstorming musical acts for uh, this big fundraiser and looking around and it was, you know, like, I don't want to downplay how momentous an occasion this was for me personally. But yeah, like we we, were like going from table to table talking to strangers. We just talked to so many strangers with masks on. Yeah. But, but they were excited. They were excited. We went up to every table at Lost Resort that we could with our masks on and asked them, you know, with with the giving them some context about where we're coming from and how we're like thinking about musical acts for San Francisco Museum of Modern Art. And we were asking people, you know, what music they were looking forward to hearing in 2022. Yeah. And, and we got some amazing ideas and everyone was really down to talk and no one was scared or like it's just like, i sent felt- a, i sensed a little apprehension from several people but for like the first one second and yeah. you're like this is gonna be fun and they were like okay fine. yeah and then we're like we're this is gonna be fun and we're cute and please <laughs> talk to us strangers and you know i think i think what i learned is that fun still exists yes and it's 
right around the corner from your house. And it's right around the corner <laughs> from my house. The knockout had its first show last night. Oh my god. I, I didn't hear about it until afterwards, but also I was asleep and in bed at 7.30. I did not hear about it right now. I aged 35 years <laughs> during the pandemic. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think there's a lot of exciting things coming up. And I... I'm looking forward to having things I'm looking forward to. Does that make sense? Yes, 100%. I'm excited about being excited again about things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if you, you all out there are excited about the same. Also, if you have any ideas for musical acts that you would like to see at SFMOMA, slip into our DMs. 100%. At just Stella, J-U-S-T-S-T-E-L-L-A. Or at YumNow, Y-O-M-N-A-O. Mm -hmm. And just like, let us know what you might be interested in, in hearing and seeing at SF Mama. We got some great answers and I'm going to keep on the hush hush because like, I mean, they were they were as varied as like small local performances about feminist parts to Kanye West. I mean, we, we really got the full gamut while asking yeah. people. Definitely dream but big and dream whatever you want. It, it really made me fall in love with being out in the world again and being in San Francisco again. And, you know, I've spent a lot of time indoors, <laughs> a lot of time in my apartment listening to The Grateful Dead, which we're going to do right now. That's a weird segue. We're going to listen to some Grateful Dead yeah. right now because that's what I do at home in my room. But I'm looking forward to listening to The Grateful Dead with some people like out in public, maybe at the Gar Jerry Garcia Amphitheater at McLaren Park. Maybe, you know, maybe. Just, maybe, like, yeah. as a random location. <laughs> anyway, the Grateful Dead was told to play for 30 minutes for this event, and they played for 40, which is actually a minor miracle in and of itself. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. They stayed they stayed to their part. So we're going we're gonna to hear the Grateful Dead set, starting with their introduction right now. Oh, also, they were, they were, the Grateful Dead had been previously broken up before this event and they it was it was billed as jerry garcia and band which is like what they played in the interim and they surprise got the whole band back together for this show wow momentous on bass and vocals mr philip lesh phil lesh the whole band is there it's so tight on the drums mr mickey hart mickey hart come on on the keyboards mr merle saunders Merle. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grateful Dead and their friends. Grateful Dead and their friends, also known as the Grateful Dead.
blue-eyed sun Oh, where have you been, my darling young one? I stumbled on the side of twelve misty mountains I walked and I crawled on six crooked highways I stepped in the middle of seven sad forests I've been out in front of a dozen dead oceans I've been 10,000 miles in the mouth of a graveyard singing And it's a hard, and it's a hard, and it's hard, and it's hard It's a hard race, I'm gonna Did you see my blue-eyed son? Oh, what did you see, my darling young one? Saw a newborn babe with wild wolves all around it. I saw a highway of diamonds with nobody on it. I saw a black branch with blood that kept dripping I saw a room full of men and their hammers were bleeding I saw guns and sharp swords in the hands of young children And it's a hard, and it's a hard, and it's hard, and it's hard, it's a hard gonna fall And what did you hear my blue-eyed son Oh, what did you hear my darling young one I heard the sound of a thunder as it roared out a warning I heard the roar of a wave that could drown the whole world I heard one hundred drummers whose hands were blazing I heard ten thousand whispering and nobody listening I heard many people starve, I heard many people laughing I heard the song of a poet who died in the gutter I heard the sound of a clown who cried in the alley And it's a hard, and it's hard, and it's hard, and it's hard It's a hard end, I'm gonna fall Oh, what'll you do now, 
my darling young one I'm going back out before the rain starts a falling Where I walk to the depths of the deepest dark forest Where the people are many and their hands are all empty Where the pellets are poison are flooding their water Where the home in the valley meets the damp dirty prison And the executioner's face is always well hidden Where hunger is ugly, where souls are forgotten Where black is the color and the none is the number And I'll tell it and speak it and think it and breathe it And reflect from the mountain so all souls can see And I'll know my song well before I start singing And it's a heart And it's hard, and it's hard, and it's hard, it's a hard range, I'm gonna fall. Thank you very much. You're listening to the radio shoe. Here on BFF.FM. We started that set off with The Grateful Dead and ended it with some Joan Baez, who's amazing gracing mm-hmm. in the background. Apparently, she had to follow um, The Grateful Dead in the live show, and that was difficult for her because she's like single solo lady mm-hmm. with guitar having to follow like The Grateful Dead reu- reunioning, but... I love her voice, and she really, she really takes me there. She also dated uh, Bob Dylan, right? Yeah, and it's like it's really cool to listen to her sing Bob Dylan as like. Can you? I mean, that whole relationship is a lot for me to think about. <laughs> it was 1961. It was a long time ago. They were two wonderful humans. Wonderful humans. Yeah, and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna we're gonna end sort of where there was apparently a twenty minute delay and the backstage was unusually silent, and then the band trooped out of the trailer, and Neil Young got on stage, and uh, by the band I mean the B A N D the band. <laughs> which got their name from being Bob Dylan's backup band. And they they backed Neil Young up on this set. And uh, eventually Dylan actually did show up and come out. And people didn't recognize him at first, despite the giveaway of his trademark harmonica holder. holder. Mm. Um, So the drama was completely in Bill Graham's hands as he made the day's final presentation. Thank you for waiting. And now I introduce Rick Danko. Garth Hudson, Levon Helms, Tim Drummond, Ben Keith, Bob Dylan, and Neil Young. And the eruption topped itself. 
Before the applause could even taper off, the band was slipping and singing in Are You Ready for the Country? Young singing at the piano with Helm and Danko backing him up. The audience was almost entirely on its feet. There were musicians clustered on the stage to watch the event. Starship, Joan Baez beaming at Dylan and holding a blue iris. I love it. Damn. I love it. It's so amazing. Here's, here's that introduction. Enjoy. Enjoy.
listening to the radio shoe here on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever, just Stella and just why in the studio tonight. I think we make a pretty good pair with our DJ names. I agree. And that was completely unintentional. Completely unintentional. I've been just Stella forever. You've been just why forever. And we've just been floating in the universe. Just us. Just us. Waiting to find each other. Waiting to find each other. (laughs) Um, We've been listening to the SM... S-M-A-C-K Snack Live recordings Students Need Athletic Culture and Kicks a, a Bill Graham Presents concert that took place at Kizar Stadium in March of 1975 and you know the music's been playing and Yamna and I sorry just why and I have been it's like the fourth time I love it <laughs> have been talking deeply about you know, different ways of fundraising raising for organizations. And actually, they had a lot of amazing speakers at this concert, and there were amazing personal don- donations. Uh, Marlon Brando actually donated $5,000. Mm-hmm. K101, the local station, donated $12,000. And there was $10,000 each from Bill Graham and San Francisco Mayor Joseph Alioto and uh, brought the total... Um, including ticket sales to um, almost $600,000. Wow. Um, but as as Bill Graham said, the rain cut into the profits as it was raining sort of right before and right after this, so people were not quite as ready to shell out the money to go to Kizar Stadiums. Um, and, you know... The museums went their separate ways after after the set. Larry Graham left before the Young Dylan set. Graham Central Station had flown in from Denver expecting to rejoin the Ohio Players Tour in Portland, but that gig was switched at the last minute to El Paso, so the group was unable to make it. Neil Young went, went back to the Fairmont Hotel where he hung out with the three musicians from the band. And at the Fairmont Bar, Neil Young explained Dylan's fluff on Circle Will Be Unbroken. He just said he'd do it. He didn't ask if we knew the words, and he didn't ask if we knew them. Typical Dylan. (laughs) And as for the surprise guests, Marlon Brando and the man from the Fairmount spent the night as they spent the day in the company of Bill Graham. For them, the Haight-Ashbury picnic called Snack Sunday concluded with a dinner at the Victorian home of Godfather director Francis Ford Coppola, an offer they couldn't refuse. So we're going to go out on the last song that was played that night. It's uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door. Featuring the band and Bob Dylan. And I want to thank Just Why. Thank you so much for having me. And I love that we explored this fundraiser and the music that it played. Um, I love San Francisco. And I love exploring what the city meant. Um, and I love exploring what city mean in general. Like what cities mean in general. And I, and I can't wait to make an impact on this city once again. Once we're all, as we become, I should say able to hang out all together again yes me too see you next week for having me yeah same bat time same bat channel you've been listening to the radio shoe on bff.fm see you soon